0: The Girl, Girl Crush the podcast. podcast. Some theme music. We're obsessed with Jennifer Aniston. Pretty good plot. What about her hair? They we're very messed up. So there's actually a
1: pretty big spread. This is iconic Jen. It's perfection. I love the ending.
0: Jen was definitely the best. Oh, yeah. It just has it all. It's so good. It's hilarious. Great Jen hair and outfits. This was
1: super entertaining. It's true. Hello, and welcome to the Girl Crush Podcast. I'm Anne. And I'm Allie. We love Jennifer Aniston, so this season is all about her. For more content related to Jen, her movies we ranked and reviewed, and special bonus episodes, find Girl Crush Podcast on Facebook or connect with us on Instagram at girlcrush underscore pod. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and
0: review, which will really help us out as we prepare for season two. Welcome to our special Friendsgiving bonus episode where we're (laughs) going to be discussing every Thanksgiving episode of Friends. We've been wanting to do a bonus episode on Friends for a while now, but... A little bit tough to figure out, like, how to fit everything into one bonus episode. Mm -hmm. So for now, we decided to go with the relevance of Thanksgiving being this week, and we'll focus in on those episodes for now. Um, We'll go through kind of a recap of each one, obviously talk about Jen's iconic Rachel Green hair and outfits, and we'll give our thoughts on which episodes that we like the best.
1: Yeah. We're really excited for this episode. Yeah. We've been exchanging lots of texts,
0: and I'm a little bit giddy, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be very fun. And we both have Friends-themed wine glasses to go along with our episode today. Yes. Thank you, super fan Hannah, for these. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's perfect. So to start off, in Season 1, Episode 9, we have the first Thanksgiving episode, the one where Underdog gets away. So in this episode, the Geller's parents decide to spend Thanksgiving in Puerto Rico, leaving Monica and Ross on their own. So Monica decides to cook for Ross. And the rest of the gang already have plans, but turns out those plans end up falling through. So Monica ends up making dinner for everyone. She makes, like, three kinds of potatoes to try to please everyone. But during this whole, like, preparation, they end up getting locked out of the apartments, and the whole dinner ends up being burnt. (laughs) They all get, like, annoyed with each other, and they're all really mad, but they end up reconciling once they realize how nice it is to all be together, and they end up, like, having I can't remember if it was like ham and cheese sandwiches or something like that. It's grilled cheese and funyuns. Uh, oh yeah, because it was grilled it was Chandler's. <laughs> That's perfect. Thanksgiving meal, right? Grilled cheese and funyuns. Yep, you're right. <laughs> so, I don't know. What did you what did you think of this episode?
1: I love this episode. It just makes me miss like our friendsgivings. Yes. And I love in this, you know, Rachel obviously in season 1 is just learning how to be independent and in this episode she's trying to buy her own ticket to Vail to go skiing with her family for Thanksgiving (laughs) and she has this really funny like physical comedy bit where she goes shoop 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 you know for skiing which is just so funny and cute to me so I love that.
0: I love it too and I feel like getting back to the early seasons of Friends it kind of reminds me how much of a comedic character Rachel actually is especially at the beginning like she's kind of the funny one. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Phoebe is funny in, a, like, a totally different way. She's, like, the weirdo of the group, but I feel like Rachel kind of has, like, the comedic part, and she does it so well. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, and I, I think, like, she toes the line very well, like, playing up those comedic moments, like, when she's trying to earn money at the coffee shop, and she's, like, only ninety eight fifty to go or something, mm-hmm. and then she, like, breaks a cup, so she ends up needing, like, $102, which is more than she needed to begin with. <laughs> so I think that's super funny. We have to talk about the 90s fashion here. Yes. Especially when she thinks she's about to get on her flight before they get locked out. She's wearing like this 90s winter gear that looks like an old school kind of windbreaker with like dark colors and bright purple, which is just like the perfect 90s gear.
1: Yes, I love it. And the kind of bluish purple v-neck, the denim skirts are just chef's kiss. So on point. Yes. (laughs) They're so
0: funny. So and I, good.
1: I had to laugh at the line like at the very end where they're all cheering, you know, for their grilled cheese and funyuns, and they say, "Here's to a lousy Christmas and a crappy New Year." And I was like, "That is like the 2020 tagline, right?" Like,
0: <laughs> so true. Unfortunately, let's just get through it. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, I also think it's hilarious the whole underlying thing of Joey being a model for a VD ad in this whole yes. episode. <laughs>
1: He's, like, think he's made his big modeling break, and then it's for
0: an STD. Yep. <laughs> womp womp. So funny. Okay, so some fun – we have little questions that we want to ask each other for these episodes. So for this one, Monica makes three different types of potatoes to please everybody. How do you like your potatoes, specifically on Thanksgiving? <sighs>
1: Alexandra, I like potatoes in any form. <laughs> Specifically on Thanksgiving, you know, a good mash to really Mm -hmm. just sop up everything else, you know? Creamy creamy or chunky? Creamy. Yes, agreed. Yeah, like a creamy mashed potato with, like, some sour cream in it and some garlic, perhaps, and chives. Absolutely. And then you you just, you know, that's just your method to pick up everything else on your plate.
0: I totally agree. And because if it's not Thanksgiving, I might choose a little bit more of an adventurous potato dish. like. Maybe a loaded potato, maybe party potatoes as we like to call mashed potatoes, like loaded with a bunch of things. But I, I think for Thanksgiving, a classic mashed potato, like you said, with some garlic and definitely I'm a, I'm a fan of adding sour cream mm-hmm. or some type of cream cheese or milk Oh, cream to cheese, yes. make it creamy and delicious. I think that's the way to go. Totally agree. Okay, next question. Have you ever accidentally spied on a neighbor? You know, they, they're looking at ugly naked guy in this. <laughs> and he has ugly naked girl over for Thanksgiving, so cute. which is hilarious. Have you ever spied on a neighbor accidentally or not? You can say it's accidental. We won't tell. And notice something funny or crazy. So in our apartment right
1: now, we're in like the corner of the building, essentially. So mm-hmm. we can pretty much see everybody next door to us, but on our same level or, you know, above or below, whatever. And the guy who lives, like, one floor up from us and one (laughs) apartment over, we can see his kitchen from our living room. Okay. And, you know, Scott and I watch a lot of TV, quarantine, and in everyday life, let's be real. Of course. Even if it wasn't quarantine. (laughs) And this guy goes to his fridge, I'm not exaggerating, 15 times a night. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what
0: are you doing in there, man? Can you it's tell just, what he's can you tell what he's grabbing?
1: His fridge is completely empty, appears to be, except for like Greek yogurt and Gatorade. Oh. I he's have a bachelor. No, I have no idea what he goes to his fridge for all the time. But it got to the point, like it's so distracting. We have to close the blinds. I'm like, I can't <laughs> keep looking at this guy go to his freaking fridge. What is he doing? It drives me crazy.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like Kale's fridge before we got married. what what about you um so nothing that exciting but definitely a little bit awkward moment with a neighbor so in our kitchen we have a window above our counter and we can see in the apartment next to us they have their balcony that our window kind of looks out to so we can see them like if they're grilling and i have accidentally made eye contact with this guy like so many times And then it's awkward because I'm, like, cooking, and so there's nowhere else for me to look. So we keep accidentally making eye contact. We've never met. (laughs) And then I can't, like, close the blinds because he's, like, he will notice that I actively did it. So I have to wait until he goes inside to, like, grab something, and then I close the blinds really quickly.
1: Just slowly close them while you're making eye contact.
0: (laughs) Allie, do you remember...
1: (laughs) (laughs) When we lived together after college and you were home alone and someone, someone <laughs> knocked on the door and you thought someone had broken into our walk-up building and was there to kidnap you. And it ended up, it ended up being one of the girls upstairs because they needed a punch <laughs> shark. Yes. Allie... Allie called the cops because someone knocked on our
0: door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying. I'm dying. That had to have been in the middle of when we were watching Luther, which is is a TV show that gave me nightmares I had to stop watching, which does not usually happen to me. But what was weird was, like,
1: they would knock on the door and you would ask who was there and they wouldn't say anything. (laughs) They didn't respond. We didn't have a peephole. We didn't, and they which they is apparently like, against
0: the rules. I think we had them put one in. We did, but they knocked like several times. They're like banging on the door, and I'm like, I'm like asking out the door, who is it? <laughs> and all my intuition from watching Luther, Law and Order, SVU, everything is shouting at me: do not answer the door. Don't answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. These poor girls, their toilet was overflowing. They needed a plunger, and we lived below them, so it could have ended really poorly it for could us. Have.
1: <laughs> we got lucky. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny.
0: <laughs> oh, it's
1: hilarious. Oh, man. All right. Oh, good episode. <laughs> Great episode. All right. Season two, episode eight, the one with the list. Oh. So in this episode, this comes after Ross and Rachel kiss. And I love Phoebe's line. She says, does this end well or do we need to get tissues? And <laughs> Ross is conflicted because he's with Julie, but obviously he loves Rachel And also in this episode, Monica gets a job making Thanksgiving recipes with Mocklet, which is the synthetic chocolate that's Mm -hmm. awful. Chandler has this new laptop, and he gets this bright idea for Ross to make a pro-con list for Julie and for Rachel so that he can pick. Mm -hmm. And Rachel's cons are that she's spoiled, ditzy, too into her looks, has chubby ankles, and she's just a waitress. And Julie's cons are just that she's not Rachel. So Ross breaks up with Julie... But Rachel ends up reading the con list, which obviously doesn't end well.
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: And so then, you know, Ross is now single and sad. And so he dedicates dedicates this U2 song to her on the radio. But Rachel calls into the radio station and tells them what happened and they turn it off. (laughs) I love that. Oh, man. So, I mean, this episode really... Isn't quite as focused on Thanksgiving as the other seasons. Mm-hmm. There's no actual like Thanksgiving dinner. The only mention of Thanksgiving really is Monica making those Thanksgiving
0: recipes. So, right. Not a whole lot of Thanksgiving vibes here. Yeah, agreed. For some reason, I don't love the whole mocklet side plot. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. I just don't, I don't love it. All right, that's fair. But what I do love is how happy and excited Chandler and Joey are for Ross and Rachel after Ross walks in and says that he broke up with Julie and chandler and joey like get super excited for him and i think it's like the sweetest thing it is very cute yes
1: this is also the episode with the really iconic line where ross goes it's always been you rage and she's like oh, oh god and then the audience bursts into applause and they you know embrace and kiss and it's mm-hmm. very sweet
0: Ah, uh, so sweet love it i love that part i also love something about her acting in this one The exchange between Rachel and Ross after she's seen the list and she gets really upset with him and Ross is trying to kind of like win her back. She kind of goes on this little monologue about like, imagine if someone took the things you're most self-conscious about and wrote them down as reasons not to be with you. Mm -hmm. And Ross is like trying to make her feel better, explaining that he still loves her in spite of those things and says like, if she made a list, he wouldn't take it that way. And she's like, see, that's the difference between me and you. I'd never make a list. And every time I watch that, I'm like, "Ooh!" I know it's like so well delivered, and it's just
1: twisting the knife. Yes, absolutely. Ugh, it's amazing. It is. And season two, I mean, she has the Rachel haircut. Yes, so iconic. Have to mention Chris McMillan for creating that look in the first place, even though (laughs) Jen hated it. And I think
0: (laughs) Chris McMillan was stoned when he (laughs) cut it on her head. Yep. Yeah, she said it was she said it was too hard to style it on her own. That's fair. Yeah, there's a lot of layers in it. Honestly, her haircut in this season reminds me of when I used to get my haircut at the salon when I was like 10 and they always had these Rusk ads. I think Rusk was like a hair coloring product or something. And like everything I can picture is the super choppy, like chin to shoulder length haircut that all just reminds me of Rachel in season two. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Also, one thing I have to bring up in this, Phoebe is performing at the coffee shop and she's, of course, written a song after Ross has kissed Rachel. They all find out about it and now they're not sure what Ross is going to do. She writes this song about this love triangle. And one of the character names that she uses in this song is Betty. And I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. Taylor Swift just came out with her album. The song is titled Betty, and it's about a love triangle. And I know everyone thinks it's named after Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's third child, but what if it's actually based on Phoebe's song about this love triangle?
1: Honestly, I love this conspiracy theory, and <laughs> how do we promote it?
0: <laughs> so We have to put this on Instagram and see if anybody else has ever noticed this. Yes, at Taylor Swift. <laughs> is this What's- the real meaning of Betty? Yes. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are going to be so mad.
1: <laughs> I feel like I can't imagine either of them being mad about anything, even though no, I know that's, that's true. not true. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean, though. <laughs> They're perfect in my eyes.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. Have you ever made a pro con list like, that you could remember making? Um, I am very much a list person, so it would not surprise me if I have, but I can't remember a certain instance of it. Do you remember – the only one I
1: can really remember making is the pro-con list I made when I was deciding in college whether to join the Peace Corps or not. And I was so conflicted about it because my first and only niece was due like the month I was going to leave. And I was just like really battling with it. And I just remember staying up in our (laughs) crappy little kitchen (laughs) With you, yeah. so many nice like, talking about that. You were such a saint.
0: Oh, I love you. <laughs> Adding pros and cons, sellists, that was a long pro-con list. It was – it might have been double-sided. I think it was. Yeah. That
1: was tough. But it all worked out. That's the only appropriate time to make a pro-con list. You should not make a pro-con list about people. No. And if you do – No, absolutely not. If you do, it should be in your head only. Or burn it immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah, like – you have to know writing those things down will never be good for you. Ever. Right. <laughs> it's terrible. And
1: wasn't it along came Polly where the pro con list lands yes. still are in trouble too? I mean Exactly.
0: And all instances. of these old timey computers too. Right. <laughs> like ancient laptops.
1: That <laughs> yeah, was actually a printer issue. Was the reason that and we friends, just saw
0: it. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Mm-hmm. It was a printer issue. Okay, so Chandler's first laptop, hilarious in this, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's like small, but very thick. Very thick. And the screen is tiny. Do you remember your first cell phone?
1: Oh yeah. It was a blue Nokia brick phone and the only game on it was Snake. Yes.
0: (laughs) What about you? I had a, I think it was actually like a Verizon phone Mm. and it was like also like a brick phone and it had, um, what is the game where the brick wall where there's like a ball bouncing? Pong? Yeah, maybe something like that. It had that. And of course, I had to pay for every text.
1: Oh, yeah. T9 texting. Kids today have no idea. I can think in T9 texting. I can, too. And (laughs) honestly, it was a more reliable way to text because a typo was your own fault.
0: That's true. You know? Sometimes I think autocorrect is going to help me out, and then it doesn't, and I just have already pressed send, and then my iPhone has not autocorrected me. Yeah. I
1: kind of just want to turn autocorrect off Ooh. but yeah t9 texting i mean like my thumbs i think still have that memorized oh yeah and the absolutely. screen is like literally the size of your thumbnail
0: yeah <laughs> it's so <laughs> tiny. amazing amazing have you ever called into a radio station
1: oh yeah you have, have you- yeah have you no oh my gosh i mean i used to listen to the radio all the time yeah because you,
0: you were a big commuter
1: and even in high school like driving to school in the morning <laughs> listening to the radio I wanted to win some tickets, man. <laughs> and I never did.
0: <laughs> have you? No, I never have. Now that you you bring up calling to try and win tickets, I'm sure I probably did the same in high school, like called B96 or something to try and win tickets to like the B96 bash or whatever it was. Yeah, jingle bash. Oh yeah. No, I <laughs> obviously I never won. Wow.
1: I mean, Allie and I, part of our early friendship was mm-hmm. bonding over the radio
0: show Delilah because we would listen to it Ugh. in the car together after acapella rehearsals in college. Yes. And the best quote about that ever, which I think you came up with, is like, Delilah's voice is just like a hug. <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but sweet.
1: <laughs> I'm glad it stuck with you.
0: That's <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, we had many, uh, many a heart-to-heart. Yeah, over, we did. Over a good Delilah show.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: <laughs> That's so funny.
0: Huh. Anything right. else that, about this one? I don't think so. All right.
1: We spent way too much time on the non-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving episode.
0: That's all right. There wasn't a lot of Thanksgiving for us to talk about, so we had to talk sure. about everything else. <laughs> so season three, episode nine, the one with the football, an iconic episode. For sure. So in this episode, Chandler is going through a breakup with Janice, so he's been sulking a lot. Everyone decides they want to play a football game, so they go to the park. (laughs) Ross and Monica aren't supposed to play because they're so competitive. And the last time they played together, their Geller bowl game resulted in Ross getting a broken nose and the Geller Cup trophy being thrown in the lake. But they end up playing, and it's Joey, Monica, and Phoebe versus Chandler, Ross, and Rachel. While they're playing, a woman from the Netherlands ends up coming to the park, and Chandler and Joey find her very attractive, so they end up fighting over her. And Monica and Ross argue over who's winning the football game. So they decide to play basically like a second game or like a second half for the Geller Cup, which turns out Monica has saved (laughs) from the lake all those years ago. So this game gets more rough and they actually end up trading. So it's all girls versus all guys. And it gets to the point where Monica and Ross are laying in the park, both just holding on to the football for hours while the rest (laughs) of the gang goes inside to eat their Thanksgiving meal. I think this episode is hilarious. I always think it's funny to see Ross and Monica, like their sibling relationship and like their rivalry, even though they're so close. I do have to say Rachel's hair in this, I love. Yes. It's like, this is the season where it kind of gets more sleek. It feels, I mean, in my mind, more modern, maybe from what I remember growing up or whatever. And she has like that brunette, sleek, shoulder length hair mm-hmm. that I really like. It just makes me want to chop my hair oh, right off. I know. It totally does. You know, if ever there's a time, it's right now. Quarantine. I know. You can test it out. I keep thinking about it, and then I don't. <laughs> and I, I love the little braids and the backwards hat. Oh, yeah. Classic look. I think that's part of what makes this episode so iconic is her look in that.
1: Yeah, her outfit, the, like, you know, green t-shirt and the yes, sweats. and like tucked
0: into sweatpants. Making me rethink my whole quarantine wardrobe.
1: Yes. I'm like, should I start wearing a backwards hat to my Zoom meetings? I think yes. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It is. I also, you know, so she's not the best football player, right? Right. And so Bros just keeps telling her to, to go long. And at one point she she comes back. She's holding like a Snapple and a soft pretzel. And he's like, where did you get that? And she's like, I went really long. <laughs>
0: I love that. But I do love like how she's so enthusiastic. Like even though she's not very good, she like wants to be involved. Yes. And at the beginning when she doesn't catch the ball, but she's like kind of close, she's like, ha, I almost caught that one. And it's like such a game to her and not to to Monica. Exactly. Yes. Also I I love, obviously, everyone knows I'm gonna bring this up, the slow motion. Of course. When Rachel finally catches the ball. Yes. It's like this slow motion. She's running, 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 and finally catches it, and then she just celebrates. It's amazing. It's so
1: cute. <laughs> yeah, this is a classic episode. Yeah. It is. So, I mean, they're, like, touch football game. Mm-hmm. You know, do you do you have any regular Thanksgiving activities that you do
0: like that? We don't, actually. My family is really big into board games, though. So pretty much any holiday, we're playing board games. I can relate a little bit in terms of the competitiveness in this episode because my three brothers are, two of them especially, are extremely competitive. So we have had a few games go south really fast when they've gotten (laughs) really mad at each other. So I, I think that... We're, like, too competitive to where it, like, could not become a tradition. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, yeah, we're more of a board game family.
1: What about you guys? We don't really have any Thanksgiving activities either. I guess, yeah, no. I mean, now that I'm in Colorado, we started doing Thanksgiving brunch Mm. instead of Thanksgiving dinner with my brother and my sister-in-law, which is really fun. And then we go skiing and snowboarding, like, that weekend. Colorado life. Colorado life, yeah. Yeah recommend that's awesome
0: do you <laughs> yeah do you like playing or watching football uh, no <laughs> <laughs> Anne looked at me with a blank stare like it was the dumbest question i ever asked her <laughs> i like
1: college football mm-hmm. one game at a time all right yeah, yeah 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 you know like yeah you're not trying to watch all like jumping around no whoever came like up multiple with
0: multiple tvs and yeah whoever yeah.
1: came up with this like nfl red zone you know seven and a half hours of straight football on Sundays to ruin my life is should be fired
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you I don't watch it very often but I like it and flag football was my favorite unit in high school PE so I guess that's interesting
1: all right (laughs) that's fair I have played flag football before it is more fun if you're playing but yeah yeah Seems like a lot of standing around, you know? Football. (laughs) Fair. How long are they actually playing? It's like The games are so long and they play so little minutes in that. It's stupid. (laughs) It's a bad concept. (laughs) I love it. We're igniting your (laughs) passionate hatred for football. (laughs) I think I'll like it better when I'm not in a one bedroom. I mean, we have two Mm -hmm. TVs, but even if... It takes over your Sundays, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Once there's a basement where football can be banished to, I'll be fine. Nice. (laughs) All right. Season four, episode eight. The one with Chandler in a box. So in this episode, Joey and Chandler are fighting because Chandler kissed Joey's girlfriend, Kathy. And kind of an under plot here is that the friends have decided that that year for Christmas, they're going to do Secret Santa because Monica and Phoebe are starting their catering business and they just don't have a lot of money. So, Ross gets upset when he learns that Rachel always exchanges every gift she gets, which he didn't realize. Mm-hmm. He thought that she loved the gifts that he got her. Monica ends up getting ice in her eye from the freezer, and she has to go to the eye doctor, who is usually Richard, but he's out of office, and his son ends up being the on-call doctor. And he's, of course, very handsome. And Monica invites him to have dinner with them, which everyone, of course, thinks is gross and super weird and she ends up kissing him and it reminds her of richard (laughs) so that ends real quick nightmare yep so joey determines that the only way chandler can make it up to him is if he pretty much sits in this large box in the living room in timeout to prove how sorry he is Mm -hmm. kathy shows up she breaks up with chandler while he's still in the box because of the rift that she can see is is happening between Joey and Chandler because of her, but Joey ultimately encourages Chandler to go after Kathy. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. This is another, I think, kind of
0: classic episode. The box yeah. piece of it, anyway. Hilarious. I can't. I can't handle Monica wanting to pursue Richardson. No. And I will say, I feel like. I kind of struggle a little bit with Monica having dated Richard in the first place. Even though I ended up, I did, like, like them together, but it was so hard at the beginning of all the little things that they were thinking about of knowing him as an adult, like, when they were children. It just creeped me out a little bit. So this just takes it even further. Anti. Yeah. And, like, I mean, could you ever date...
1: Someone related to someone that you dated? No. Child, father,
0: brother? Absolutely not. Cousin? I can't imagine. No. Neighbor? No. Even, like, best friend? No. No. It's not something you do. There it's are mes- certain people who are <laughs> off limits. <laughs> it's messed up. Straight messed up.
1: I would say your dad's friends are off limits, and that's...
0: Exactly. What that's what is. I'm so... saying. Like, the origin of this in general. She should have just waited and met the son again. <laughs> But, I mean, we all know how the show turned out, so I'm happy with that. That's true. That's true. Something I
1: love from Rachel or from Jen in this episode is, Mm -hmm. first of all, her outfit is amazing. The, like, mini skirt and sweater. She still has that sleek, chic, shoulder-length hair. Yes. Which I love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Ross is really upset about her returning all the gifts, And she has this, like, snapping moment where she kind of claps back at him with this shoebox of sentimental things that she's kept, like movie ticket stubs and an eggshell and (laughs) the tooth (laughs) from the museum. Yeah. Which I just love because she's a character who is really, at the beginning of the series anyway, boxed into this materialistic mindset or box, if you will. And I feel like this is a good example of her being more than that, where she's like yeah, I exchanged your necklace for something I like more, but I keep what matters. Mm -hmm. So I just
0: love that. I love that too. And for the exact same reason, because I think she's a deeper character than she's often given credit for. Probably, I mean, people who are listening to this probably agree with us, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's, it shows more of her layers. Yeah. I love that. And Ross is just like, he's literally like, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah. You're right. You are sorry.
1: Yeah. Eat your pie and <laughs> shut up, Ross. <laughs> I also in this episode love Joey and Chandler's kind of reconciliation uh, when Joey is like, go open the box. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part.
0: He's such a softie. But I mean, I can't believe Chandler kisses his girlfriend to begin with. Like I'm, I was so disappointed in him for doing that. Mm-hmm. But I do love like their friendship obviously is super strong. And the fact that, like, Joey even wants him to go chase after her yeah. is really sweet.
1: Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. For Joey being so about looks and things like that, he's actually very caring about his friendships and it's pretty sweet. hmm Yeah. Oh, one part about Jen's acting that I think was so funny, when they go to the eye doctor, she brings Monica and they see the on-call doctor before they know who it is. Monica's like, how cute is the on-call doctor? <laughs> Rachel's like, so cute, I'm about to jam this pen in my eye. (laughs) And I think her uh, delivery there is so funny. Love it.
1: Speaking of eyes, have you ever had to wear an eye patch? (laughs) No. Have you? If I have, I've blacked it out from my memory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Clarkson just had to wear an eye patch on the voice, and she looked amazing in it, obviously. Okay, I saw that. Was that what happened? (laughs) She had an eye infection, so she had to wear an eye patch. Oh, that's a bummer. But it looked like a fancy eye patch. I'm sure. I mean, it was just all black, but it was like very nice, you know? (laughs) She definitely did not get it from the eye doctor. Like someone made that for her. Was it like sateen? Yes. (laughs) And it was like structured. So it was like, Mm. you know, like at first in the beginning of coronavirus, everybody just had like, plain fabric masks that had no shape to them but then the fancy people started getting the masks that had like the little nose shape and Mm -mm. like Mm -hmm. had a little structure to it her eye patch is the later version of of, uh, our face masks it's a really interesting (laughs) metaphor
1: yeah analogy yeah okay but i i can understand it so that worked
0: (laughs) thank you oh one more hilarious part in this episode I love when they're all giving Monica a hard time about inviting Richard's son over, which, by the way, I agree with. And then she's like, okay, judge all you want, but married a lesbian, left a man at the altar, fell in love with a gay ice dancer, threw a girl's wooden leg in a fire, live in a box. (laughs) And that is, like, the ultimate clapback, too. Yeah, classic line. Yeah. Love it. Okay, so next we have Season 5, Episode 8, the one with the Thanksgiving flashbacks. I mean, we keep saying this, but this is an iconic episode. It is. It is. So after dinner, everyone goes around, says what they're thankful for, and Rachel keeps bringing up the story of Monica's worst Thanksgiving. So Monica starts to tell a story, and we start to get these flashbacks of prior Thanksgiving. So they're telling a story of Monica and Rachel were in high school. Monica was overweight, and Ross brought Chandler home from college for Thanksgiving dinner. And Monica kind of had this crush on Chandler, like thought he was cute. But she ends up overhearing him referring to her as Ross's fat sister, which, of course, really upsets her. Mm -hmm. And Chandler in the present day is, like, horrified that he said that, like, apologizes, obviously. And Rachel says that's not actually the Thanksgiving that she was talking about. So then they talk about another Thanksgiving from when Rachel and Monica were in college, maybe, like, a couple years later. And Ross brings Chandler to Thanksgiving again. And Monica emerges, and she's, like, lost a ton of weight. She looks how she does, like, throughout the rest of Friends. And she really wants to get revenge on Chandler for making her feel so terrible. So Rachel, like, instructs her to flirt with him, like, make him think that she wants to sleep with him. That way she can ghost him or make fun of him when he's kind of in a vulnerable position. Mm -hmm. So she starts, like, very awkwardly flirting With him, like picking up random kitchen items, trying to make it sexy. Like she literally has carrots between her fingers.
1: (laughs) It's like Edward scissor (laughs) hands in a velvet dress.
0: (laughs) And she like (laughs) picks up this huge knife and is like holding it against herself, again, trying to flirt. But she fumbles and drops everything that she's holding. And so the knife goes flying. Slow motion moment again, by the way. Mm -hmm. And the knife. Ends up landing right on Chandler's foot, like cuts through his wicker shoes and (laughs) slices off a piece of his toe. (laughs) (laughs) So then obviously we see them going to the hospital trying to fix the toe. Then, obviously, Chandler gets super upset because he's like, that happened because you were, you were trying to get back at me. Like, it wasn't fully an accident. Like, you, you had an angle. And she's like, yeah, I wasn't trying to cut your toe off, though. Mm-hmm. And Monica tries to make it up to him by, again, kind of nodding back to a previous Thanksgiving that we had seen in the episode where Joey got his head stuck in a turkey. Classic. Mm-hmm. And she puts the turkey on her head and, like, dances around with it trying to make Chandler laugh. And that ends up being the first time that Chandler tells Monica he loves her. Oh, such a great moment.
1: Yes. The one thing that's always bothered me about that scene, though, is that the line delivery
0: feels so unnatural. I actually agree. And she reacts it seems like slightly before he actually says, I love you. She's she like, haha, that's so funny. I love you.
1: And I'm like, why couldn't you have reshot this to be like much more natural? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I agree.
1: I agree. That bothers me every time I watch
0: it. But <laughs> the sentiment is there. The sentiment is there. Although I do have to call out a couple of plot holes. So they flashback, and I think I only noticed this one because I've rewatched all these Thanksgiving episodes right in a row. Mm-hmm. And they flashback to Joey having the turkey on his head. But in season one, Monica had said this was her first time making Thanksgiving dinner. And in that flashback episode, it was like Monica's turkey that got stuck on Joey's head. But I think in that, the 1992 flashback,
1: she wasn't actually making all of dinner. She was just taking that turkey to her parents' house. So I think season one was her first time hosting Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. That makes
0: me feel better. That's That's great. We'll just go with that. We're going to go with that. But I don't know if we're going to have a solution for this one because I also Googled this to make sure I wasn't crazy. Okay. So another pothole, obviously seeing these flashbacks, we see Rachel and Chandler having met at the Geller Thanksgiving at least two years, once in high school and once in college. Mm-hmm. But in the first season, when they meet, like when Rachel reconnects with Monica, they don't seem to recognize or know each other. Hmm. That's true. And I looked this one up and some people are like, well, maybe they didn't just, maybe they just didn't recognize each other. But it seems like if somebody's toe got cut off at Thanksgiving, like, you would remember them.
1: Yeah, that's true. Huh. So. And yeah, that might be a plot hole.
0: Maybe a little bit of a plot hole. But we don't care because Friends is the best show, so.
1: True. True that. <laughs> Do love, however, Jen slash Rachel's long hair uh, in season five. It's, yes. like, that long, sleek, blonde hair. It kind of gives me, um rumor-has-it vibes a little Ooh, bit. Oh, yes. Yeah. And in this episode, she's wearing, like, very Thanksgiving colors, like, this, mm-hmm. like, rust-colored sweater with the cuffed fringe sleeves. Uh, and will wear that sweater today. <laughs> agreed. And I love any episode where we see them in high school and in college. I yeah. think it's so funny. Their outfits, their mannerisms, their hair. I just, I love it. Yeah.
0: I agree. And I think that must have been so fun to act those parts out, too, like, because you mm-hmm. get to... They all play sort of a different version of their character, Yeah, obviously, like when they were in high school or college. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: The the juxtaposition of seeing Chandler in this episode, I feel like Chandler's looks change a lot throughout the seasons. But like Mm -hmm. in this season, like I think he's cute or whatever. But when they flash back to these one point in time, he has like this goatee Mm. that I I was like, (gasps) why? (laughs) (laughs) It's awful. I agree. That
1: does not suit him. It's hilarious. (laughs)
0: Anything else for season five? No, I think we're good on season five. Okay. So
1: season six, episode nine, the one where Ross got high. I I love this episode. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Monica and Chandler at this point are living together, but Monica has not told her parents who are coming for Thanksgiving and... Monica tells Chandler that her parents don't like him, though she's not sure why. She's like, I just keep forgetting to tell them that we're together. (laughs) Also, like, other plot throughout this is that Ross and Joey want to go hang out with Joey's hot roommate, Janine, and her dancer friends for Thanksgiving. (laughs) So they're trying to get, like, in and out of Thanksgiving real quick at Monica's. (laughs) But Chandler finds out that the reason that Mr. and Mrs. Giller don't like him is because they think he smoked pot in their house when it was actually Ross. And so Monica outs him to their parents so that they'll forgive Chandler. And Ross and Monica just keep like going back and forth outing each other about stuff in front of their parents, which is hysterical. It's so and funny. the also shining moment of this episode is Rachel making her English trifle <laughs> slash shepherd's pie. The best. It was beef and cream. <laughs> and of course, the, the Gellers end up loving Chandler because you know, Chandler loves Monica and (laughs) Chandler has been Ross's friends through all his drug problems and lying.
0: I love it. And they're like, Uh, Ross, I don't know what to do about you. The divorces. The drugs. Divorced again?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. It's hilarious. Mrs. Geller's monologue to everyone is so funny when there's like all this chaos at the end. It I love it so much. It's so funny. It's amazing.
0: I love the chaotic ending, too. I love when they're just yelling and yelling, and then, like, Phoebe jumps in with, like, I love Jacques Cousteau, or whatever. (laughs) Which, by the way, I love Phoebe in this episode.
1: Yes, because she's been having these, like, erotic dreams about Mr. Geller, who is, like, (laughs) the most. She's just, like, a very dad dad. Yeah. He's, like, picking his teeth and, like, (laughs) complaining about stuff and has dandruff. And she's, like... Putting his feet up on stuff. She's like, Monica, leave him alone.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Also, they're all dressed to like very Thanksgiving themed in this one too. Like the girls are all wearing like reddish orange. And Jen has again on like this reddish orange tee with beaded fringe sleeves. And I'm like, yes, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And she has like her long blonde hair again, which is great. Yeah. So obviously she... screws up the dessert also it's so sad how she's like trying so hard she wants to do such a good job yes she's like please don't rush me and then she's like well I figured like you know there's the mincemeat pie like they do that (laughs) have you ever royally screwed up a dessert thankfully it wasn't for any big event but one time I made puppy chow and I used flour instead of powdered sugar And I did not notice until I took a bite of it. Like Mm. Then I was like, well, this is ruined. Uh, That's a bummer. What about you?
1: Also, not for a big event, but I don't know if you have baked with coconut flour before. Mm -mm. It is quite absorbent, and so you need to change your ratios. It is not like one-to-one flour replacement. Oh, okay. And I did not know that, and (sighs) I made this, like, strawberry bread thing, Mm. like coffee cake bread and when I was making it, I noticed how dry it was. So I like had added liquid and uh-huh. it never baked. It was this like soupy gross mess. No. It was awful and that's Scott so disappointing. Ate all of it because <laughs> lessons He's not- are amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so amazing. Learned my lesson after that. That's funny. Do you have any funny sibling fights or any secrets you've kept hidden for your siblings to keep them out of trouble?
1: Um, I mean, I'm the youngest and the only girl. So I think there were plenty of wrestling matches gone awry <laughs> where it was like, don't tell mom. <laughs> yeah, But I can't think of like any major fights.
0: I don't think so. You? The one I can remember the most is... My middle brother, Luke, and I, we used to fight over the computer because, you know, we used to have one desktop computer that the whole family shared Mm -hmm. in what we called the computer room. Mm -hmm. And we used to fight over, like, oh, it's my turn. No, it's not. Probably over who got to play The Sims. And at one point, Luke literally threw a taco at me. (laughs) Hit me in the face with a taco. Um, So that's the best one. And... I do probably have secrets that I've hidden from my siblings, but I can't tell them on this podcast. Fair. <laughs> I think I once stole
1: $100 from my brother, which of course he knew. Yeah. Found out about, and uh, I just like locked myself in my room <laughs> and ultimately had to give it back. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Sneaky. Oh, wow. It's a therapeutic episode. Okay. It is. It is. <laughs>
0: All right, (laughs) moving on to season seven.
1: I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: Season seven, episode eight, the one where Chandler doesn't like dogs. Ooh. So everyone's trying to name all the states in six minutes in this episode for some reason. They saw it on something. And Ross is, like, super convinced that he can do it. And he's, like, making fun of everybody else for not being able to do it. Turns out he only gets 46. So he's, like, on this mission saying he will not eat until he thinks of all 50 states. So Phoebe reveals that she's dog sitting, and apparently she's had the dog with her for, like, Three days in their apartment at this point she's living with Monica but Monica doesn't know it and Monica and Chandler had gone over to Ross's to grab some of the food that was warming up and Phoebe takes the dog out to go to the bathroom and she tries to smuggle it out in this bag but the gang who's still in the apartment like end up seeing it and Monica and Chandler end up seeing it from Ross's apartment. So at first, Monica's like, what? Like, why is there a dog in our apartment? But she sees the dog and she like falls in love with it. But Chandler is not into it. Mm-hmm. And he says he's allergic to dogs. But that's when Phoebe's like, well, this dog has been here for three days. So that can't be right. Mm-hmm. And Joey's like trying to get Chandler like not to tell them because clearly he knows this about Chandler. And Chandler admits that he hates dogs <laughs> because they're needy, jumpy, and you can't tell what they're really thinking, which is a little bit scary <laughs> to him. <laughs> and then like a side plot in all of this is that Rachel has a crush on her assistant tag and he has a girlfriend but he ends up showing up for Thanksgiving dinner after he and his girlfriend broke up and Joey accidentally spills the beans that Rachel has this crush on him and they end up kissing Mm -hmm. but one part that I really love in this is like Joey walks in at some point when dinner's almost ready he's like all right I'm in my sweatpants bring on the food yep (laughs) and I'm like yes That is how I think of Thanksgiving. As comfortable as possible with pants that expand. Exactly.
1: Yes. Also, Rachel's outfit in this episode is, (gasps) I think, her best Thanksgiving outfit. Oh, totally agree. It's this, like, all black. She's in this black,
0: like, midi Mm -hmm. leather skirt. She looks amazing. Amazing. And she has the blonde bob. Yes. Which, going from watching the last season's Thanksgiving episode to this one, is like a shock because her hair was so long before. Mm-hmm. And she pulls yeah. off the bob well.
1: Of course. She pulls off everything well. Of course. I love it.
0: There's something hilarious in this is Joey. Joey says, he's trying to say it's a moot point, but he says it's a moo point. Yes. Classic line. <laughs> so good. And he, like, explains why it makes sense. And Rachel's like... Have I been living with him too long, or did that totally make sense? <laughs>
1: <laughs> was I love that. <laughs> I think we should take 90 seconds and try to name all the states separately and see how it goes. You want to write them down, or you want to yeah. say it aloud? No, I need to write it down.
0: Okay. Okay, Kale, set a timer. Wait, let me get a piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we ended up taking three minutes, everybody, and Anne beat me by a lot. I only got 40 it wasn't by a lot.
1: I had forty-four, no, one, two, three, four, five,
0: forty-five. Anyway, that was fun. Yeah, little brain <sighs> exercise. Yeah. Okay, so also in this episode, obviously Chandler, unpopular opinion, hates dogs. I know you've had dogs pretty much your whole life, but are you scared of any animals? Snakes and spiders. Well, yeah, that's normal. Me too. <sighs> Yeah. Or do you have any, any fears that other people, like, wouldn't understand? Of animals? Of anything. Like, unusual fear. This probably isn't unusual, unusual, but my greatest fear
1: mm. is to have
0: my Achilles tendon cut. Whoa! Oh! <laughs> Anne is writhing on her closet floor at the thought. I literally can't Whoa. think
1: about it. Like, it upsets me. My family knows this about me, and they will make jokes about it because I have a physical reaction to the thought. What?
0: Wow, that's
1: hilarious.
0: Oh I mean, it's not a it's not a good thought for sure, but... I have to touch my ankles to make me feel better. Like, it
1: really upsets me.
0: Whoa. What about you? Well, I used to be scared of dogs. I didn't grow up with any animals, so I was always a little bit scared of them because I didn't know, I, I had no experience, and I'm still scared of cats, and I hate them, which is my unpopular opinion. Mm, I don't think that's Yeah, unpopular. I... It started from cats often go to the person that dislikes them or is scared of them. And so I was like at the sleepover in maybe like seventh grade and this girl had three cats and I was in a sleeping bag and I ended up like cocooning myself in the sleeping bag. Like my head zipped in the sleeping bag and the cats laid on me all night. <laughs> oh my God. That's And it was terrifying. like my worst nightmare. I was like laying in my sleeping bag crying. <laughs> <laughs> and from then on, I've had multiple nightmares about cats. It's really it's really just not a good situation. That was a traumatic experience for you. It was. But I've never met a kitten, which I've been told might change my mind. Because, I mean, almost any baby animal is cute.
1: Kittens are very cute. There's only one cat I like, which is my friend Steph's cat who lives in mm-hmm. California. His mm-hmm. name is Bentley, and he's very cute. But I think I'm allergic to cats because, like, if they scratch
0: me, I swell Ooh. at the sight of their scratch. So, also, like, they scratch. Why? And they have slinky backs. It's, ugh, it's horrifying. <laughs> I hate their slinky backs. Their slinky backs.
1: <laughs> oh, so funny. Okay. Season 8, episode 9, is the one with the rumor. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Rachel's pregnant with Emma. And Monica doesn't want to cook an entire turkey because Rachel has this poultry aversion. And Phoebe's vegetarian, obviously. But Joey says he'll eat the entire turkey in one sitting because he (laughs) has to have turkey. So, Monica also reveals that she invited Will Colbert from their high school. And it's a special guest appearance by Brad Pitt. And at this point in time, Jen and Brad were married in real life. Mm -hmm. So, that's kind of fun. And Will hates Rachel, which is kind of hilarious knowing that they were actually married in real life Mm -hmm. at the time. But he and Ross in high school had an I Hate Rachel Green Club. (laughs) And Ross is like, And Will obviously doesn't know that Rachel's pregnant and that she and Ross are obviously very close or, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of get together. And um, Ross is like, well, the only reason I co-founded the club was because I loved you. And Will's like, no. And they reveal this rumor that they had started about her in high school that she was a hermaphrodite. Which had spread so far that Chandler, at his different high school, had heard about it. And she's like, this explains so much about things that people wrote to me in my yearbook and, like, all this different stuff. (laughs) So, this is a fun episode, obviously, because Brad Pitt is in it and he is very attractive and everybody thinks he's attractive. Right. (laughs) When Ross hugs him. Because... Will, his character, had Mm -hmm. lost 150 pounds. And so everyone's commenting on that. And Ross hugs him and he's like, hot stuff. (laughs) Just think it's so funny. (sighs) Also hilarious in this episode is that Joey puts on a pair
0: of maternity (laughs) pants so that he can eat all the jerky. This recurring theme of Joey and food that goes throughout the whole series, but especially these Thanksgiving episodes, is so good. I love it. Yeah. So that's the gist of season eight. Okay. So season nine, episode eight, the one with Rachel's other sister. So in this episode, Monica is not wanting to use her wedding china for Thanksgiving dinner because it's so expensive and so nice. But Chandler convinces her to use it because he's like, well, the queen is never coming here. So like, when else are we going to use it? And Joey was supposed to be in the Macy's Day Parade with the Days of Our Lives cast, but he forgot. (laughs) (laughs) And this is also Emma's first Thanksgiving. And unexpectedly, Rachel's sister Amy shows up, and she's played by Christina Applegate. So she was going to spend it with her boyfriend, but he ends up canceling on her. So Rachel ends up inviting her over to Monica's to spend Thanksgiving with them. And clearly, like, they haven't seen each other in a long time. So Amy knows, like, nothing about Emma. Like, when she first walks in, she thinks that she's a boy. Like, she can't Mm -hmm. even remember that it's a girl. And she can't get her, like, keep her name straight. She keeps calling her Emily, stuff like that. Um, But despite all of this, she's, like, adamant that she should be Emma's godmother in case something were to ever happen to Ross and Rachel. Like, she should be the one to get the baby. And she's Mm -hmm. like, has this whole fantasy in her head of, like, oh, it'll be, like, one of those great movies. Um, What's that Katherine Heigl movie? Life as we know it. Yes, 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 exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so Rachel and Ross then reveal that Monica and Chandler are actually who they would ask to be Emma's godparents. So if anything ever happened to them, they would, they would want Monica and Chandler to take custody of her. And this causes like a huge rift between Rachel and Amy. They're like fighting throughout the whole episode. Um, Amy even goes so far as to say that Emma isn't, isn't even cute. Uh, rude. (laughs) Rude. And, um, they end up fighting, like, literal catfight, and they end up breaking one of Monica's plates. And Chandler breaks up the fight, but after everything is settled down, we think we're all in the clear. He ends up knocking over all of the china. (laughs) Which he wasn't going to tell Monica, because she wasn't in the room at the time, but, um, she ends up finding out. (laughs) Yep. Um the the cat fight with the sister is super funny they're like literally just like slapping at each other with their hands yeah a lot of like physical comedy in this episode Um, although i do have to say this episode kind of makes me a little bit sad because like i think it's sad that rachel and amy like clearly don't have a relationship like rachel even says how amy's never um met Emma before and like she didn't come to the hospital when she was having the baby, so that kind of makes me sad. And then like the whole episode, they're talking about like, well, what happens if like Ross and Rachel die and Monica dies? So, like when what would happen then? Like it's just kind of like a, it's like a little bit more depressing for me.
1: It's a bit of a bummer. I yeah. do like the I do like the really distinct you know anytime that Rachel's sisters come on the show, yeah, you know her other sisters Jill played by Reese Witherspoon. -hmm. Um, comes on the show. You see this like stark contrast between Rachel's character growth and her sisters, who are like Rachel in season Mm -hmm. one, episode one, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's like the role that they're there to play is that comparison, which which I really like. Um, and they ultimately reconcile right at the end of the episode, so that's true. It it works out. That's true. Um, I. I wrote I LOL, but I, <laughs> I find it really funny that they give Joey a regular plate instead of China. <laughs> and Monica's like, no, no, it's a special plate. And right. he's like <laughs> satisfied with that answer. Yeah,
0: he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Um, Everyone's hair is so good in this episode, specifically Jen, obviously. She's got like, it's still very blonde. She has like the layered look. It's her more modern look. So good.
1: Yes, with the with the bangs and mm-hmm. the yeah. I also I think season nine is Monica's best hair. So good too. Yes, I agree. A little bit longer.
0: Yep. Yeah. Looks yeah, I very, like that. very good.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask you, because you are
0: married, did you register for China? No. I didn't. I have some of uh, I have some old actually I don't even have it with me, but it's at my parents' house, like some nice, I don't even know if it's China. From my grandma that she was like looking to get rid of, so I have some if I ever want that. But no, I didn't see a need for it.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, I feel like I would never register for China. I would just yeah. probably inherit it one day, and yeah. I wouldn't want it until I have a dining room where I can store it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like at this point, I'm not the one hosting things yet, like family things where I would break out something more fancy. So. Right. Yeah, I don't see – And see I feel like that. I would have the same anxiety that Monica has. Oh, absolutely. Or then yeah. I'd be like,
1: that's a family heirloom. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um. Also, because Christina Applegate is
0: in this, did you mm-hmm. watch Dead to Me? Yes. Oh, my Love God. it. So good. So good. If you guys listening, if you have not watched it, you should watch it. It is so good. What's it on? Hulu? Netflix. Netflix. Ne- Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Dead to Me on Netflix. Christina Applegate. So good. Uh, what's his name? James Marsden. He's in it. Um, and uh, Judy. Oh,
1: what's her? Nope, that's her character's name. What's her yeah, actual let name? Me,
0: let me look it up. Judy and Dead to Me.
1: They were both nominated oh, for
0: Linda Emmys. Cardellini.
1: Lenny. Yes, yes. <laughs> I <I'm> just called her <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> Lenny. Has... Yeah. They were both nominated for Emmys, though. I mean, it was. Oh, yes. my gosh. That show was so good.
0: It was so good. Love it. And it's another one of those that like kind of rides line between being a comedy and being a drama. Yes, a perfect. So you get dramady. a little bit of both.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so our last season, season ten, episode eight, the one with the late Thanksgiving. So in this episode, Monica and Chandler don't want to host Thanksgiving that year because of work. They're trying to adopt and they're stressed out. Um, but Phoebe challenges Monica to compete with herself from the year before to make the best Thanksgiving dinner ever, mm-hmm. which of course makes Monica agree to host. Of course. Um so but the day of Thanksgiving, everyone kinda ends up having these like conflicts or other things that they want to do. So Phoebe mm-hmm. wants to enter Emma in a baby beauty pageant, which Rachel is super against until she hears about the cash prize. So then they go off and do that. And then Joey has tickets to uh the Rangers game Rangers game, which is hockey and he's taking Ross. They invite Chandler, but Chandler's like, I don't think we're going to make it back in time. I'm not going to go. You guys should not go either. Uh-huh. Um, but they go anyway. <laughs> um, so everyone shows up an hour late because Rachel and Phoebe thought Ross and Chandler, or Ross and Joey would be there. Ross and Joey thought Phoebe and Rachel would be there. Um, so they're terrified of Monica, and they're mm-hmm. all just, like, standing in the hall trying to figure out what to do. Ross is furious that Rachel put Emma into a pageant until he finds out that she won $1,000. And he's like, this is every year? (laughs) Um, So they're all, like, trying to figure out how to go into the apartment. And Monica hears them outside, and she locks them out because she's just, (laughs) like, so mad. Um, And when she's about to let them in... She is furious to find out the one task that she gave to someone else, which was for Phoebe and Rachel to pick up the pies, they did not do. Mm -hmm. And their heads are, like, all poking in the door with, like, the chain still (laughs) in. And Joey's head gets stuck when he tries to pull his head out from the door gap. And they finally get him out, but he kind of stumbles into the apartment and knocks over all of the food while Monica is on the phone. But she comes out. She sees the mess and she doesn't even care because the adoption agency called and they're getting a baby. Yay. Insert tears. <sighs> yeah. So good. So I think the the thing I love most about this episode is that just iconic image of all their heads poking through the door. Yes. It's just like a classic
0: friends yep. screen grab, right? Mhm. Totally. It. Totally agree. I love that Chandler turns down the game to help Monica. I don't know. Yes. I, I just think it's super sweet. He's like, knows that knows that it would upset her. He doesn't even ask her. He's just like, eh, I'm not going to do it. Yep, yep. Um, Rachel side
1: bangs in season ten are my 2004 goals, <laughs> <laughs> and I had side bangs yes. in 2004, and they were bad.
0: They were. Let's, not do, like a that. <laughs> Let's <not. laughs> do a side by side. Let's not. I also had side bangs at one point. I'll do a side-by-side of that
1: if you do a side-by-side of oh, no. you and your community choir outfit next oh. to
0: Polly Prince from Along Came Polly. If, if I can have – if over Thanksgiving, I can search through my mom's photos and find one, then maybe, maybe I'll do it. I'll have to see how bad it is. Okay. You let me know. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on baby beauty contests and child pageants in general? I'm not a fan. Me neither. Personally, I agree. It's one thing if it's like a little photo contest, like cute Gerber baby, get some Facebook likes. But when it gets to full on pageant, like they were there dressing them up in outfits, I'm hardcore anti.
1: The show "Toddlers and Tiaras" (sighs) is fundamentally disturbing to me. Yes.
0: Yeah. Absolutely and people are really into it. Yeah, like I cannot imagine putting your child through that. Well, it's it, kind of funny to me in this episode that like Rachel is so against it and Phoebe is for it. Like I would have thought Phoebe would be against it. Yeah, it does seem like
1: it might be reversed.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 not a fan. <laughs> Same.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Um okay, so another thing in this episode, like there's a couple of mentions um about Chandler watching Dr. Phil or, like, learning things from Dr. Phil. Do you like Dr. Phil? I don't like Dr. Phil
1: like you like Dr. Phil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Dr. Phil. I will say it's been, it's been probably, like, a year or two since I watched him because we cut cable. So uh, we ha- I have less access now, and it's not something, like, I proactively um, – we, we have Hulu Live, so I, I have access to it, but I don't, like, DVR it. Like I used in, my, to.
1: in my mind, like, Dr. Phil, Maury, and Dr. Oz are kind of all on the same level, <laughs> which I associate with, like, hack advice.
0: All right. But I'm sure Dr. Phil is a bit, bit more credentialed. I was going to say I see him a step above the others. Okay. But granted, cool. I don't watch those shows. But I think some of what Dr. Phil has to say, he has some quotes I could I could pull out my back pocket, you know, if needed. Okay. All right. Dr. Phil's the best out of those. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. So that, so that recaps all of the Thanksgiving episodes. Um, so now we have the big question, favorite and least favorite Thanksgiving episode. What do you want to do first? Least or best? Let's
1: do least favorite first. I feel like our least favorite is going to be the same thing.
0: What's yours? Mm- my
1: least favorite is season two. Okay. Because that's one with like the mocklet and yep. the pro con list. I just feel like it's not about Thanksgiving. And I'm I wonder why they did that because every other
0: se- season has an actual Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, I don't know either, except for maybe they didn't they weren't sure if they were gonna keep that going over mm-hmm. time. Um so interestingly, that wasn't my least favorite. Oh. But it was down there. I actually had that dilemma because I, as far as Thanksgiving episodes go, I think it would be the least because, like you said, it's not very thanksgiving and I don't love can the chocolate part. Can I guess your least favorite? Yeah. Uh, season nine, the one with Rachel's other sister. Yeah, you're right. Ah. Yep. I don't know why. I just found it a little bit more like, wah-wah. Yeah. Um, a little bit more sad instead of like, I mean, it, there was obviously still funny parts in it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other ones are like, see the, what pulled season two above that a little bit for me was just the way, um, I think the way Rachel, the way Jennifer Aniston acted in that one and like seeing Rachel's character stand up for herself and give that line of, well, I would never make a list. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that for some reason pulled that one ahead for me.
1: Fair. I could see it. Yeah. Alright, so my least favorite is season two. Your least favorite is season nine. Yes. Okay. What's your favorite?
0: Do you want to guess, or you just want me to tell you? Just tell me. I, I could guess, but I feel Season like six. These- season six, the one where Ross got high.
1: That's my favorite too. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah.
0: We did not discuss this beforehand. We didn't. Yeah, this is a, a live reveal. I I did think it was really hard to decide though. Why was why did you pick that? Um I picked that one I think the trifle is iconic. Of course. It's hilarious. Um I think it's one of the most memorable episodes and it's like so pure that Rachel's trying so hard to make this. <laughs> and like at first they they're like torn between like not wanting to hurt her feelings but like not wanting to eat it and the boys like want to run off. I just think the whole thing is so funny. Um, and I love when they're when Monica and Ross are outing each other. i right? like it's like a laugh out loud episode for me. Yes, what about you? Season six is
1: always just my go to season like mm-hmm. I'm just randomly turning friends on if I'm not like watching it through beginning to end again, and mm-hmm. i'm I'm just like I just want to watch something random. I'll turn on season six of Friends. I don't know why I yeah. just do, so I think I've seen this episode like a billion times. I agree, the trifles, so hysterical. I think the Gellers are so funny, yes. all of them. Mm-hmm. I already said it, like, Mrs. Gellers' monologue to all of them, just, like, setting them in their place is so, so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it is a laugh-out-loud episode. Like it's I, so
0: funny. I love it. Yep. Yeah.
1: So Totally good. agree. Totally agree. I want to hear, do you have, like, your official ranking for all of them?
0: Um, so after season six, I had season five, the the (gasps) one with the flashbacks, really? Yes. (laughs) I love that one because I love getting to see just them throughout time and like see different experiences. Um, and I, I really like seeing Monica, um, get really silly for Chandler at a point Mm -hmm. when he's feeling like upset. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I think it's really sweet because she's like usually a little bit more you know buttoned up and stuff like that. So I think that's super cute. Yeah. What was what was next on yours? What was number three? So I
1: went season six, season five, and then season four—the one with Chandler. And the <laughs> Shut up! Did she really? Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, <laughs> what was your next one?
0: My next one was season three. Oh, okay, mine was season ten. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> That's where we differ. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Uh, But I did find it was really hard to rank. Like I kept, I watched all of these sort of like back to back and I kept going back and forth with what my top one was with those three, like pretty much with those three, but I kept going back to the trifle.
1: Yeah. That's just too iconic. I mean, I know we said multiple times, like so many of these Thanksgiving episodes are iconic, but that, that to me definitely just rises to the top.
0: Yeah, for sure. So now that we've gone through our thoughts for those, we thought we'd finish up with some just fun little Thanksgiving questions in general, Thanksgiving topics. Um, Do you have a a favorite Thanksgiving dish or in general like foods that you like on Thanksgiving?
1: Hands down, green bean casserole is the best Thanksgiving food on planet Earth. (laughs) I can eat it hot. I can eat it cold. I double the recipe so there's leftovers. I'm for real. (laughs) I will fight to the death for green bean casserole. And it is I've like, never
0: heard you speak so passionately.
1: I love it so much. I don't know
0: why I limit to my, myself to like two holidays a year to eat it. Right. That is weird about Thanksgiving in general. It's like dishes you never have. Right. I love a good green bean casserole. And I will say that's something we never really had growing up, but I love going like to Kale's family and having like his mom's green bean casserole. I remember when you used to make it. So good. You know, like those
1: foods that you will like stand in front of the fridge in the middle of the night, like mm-hmm. eating something cold with—that's f- me with
0: green bean casserole. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's
1: I have no so shame.
0: Funny. What about you? Um, two things come to mind: turkey skin. <laughs> Literally, I just like to peel off the skin when it's crispy. Yep, put some salt on it. So good. Interesting. Okay. And my mom's popovers. Mm. Mm. They're amazing. She makes these rolls that like, they're kind of like hollow in the middle and you add a little bit of butter. They're like, oh, they're heaven. That does sound good. Mm-hmm. Now that we've started
1: this like brunch thing yeah. for Thanksgiving, I still make green bean casserole. But <laughs> of course. like last year we did like Thanksgiving empanadas. Oh. For br- like the brunch menu was fun last year. So I got to think of some fun stuff for this year. That's amazing. To do some a tip, and my brother's a vegetarian, which isn't mm. helpful, but right, right, right. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, I don't okay. think I knew that about you with the turkey skin.
0: <laughs> it's weird for sure. That's it's a, yeah, that's a niche niche it, taste. It is. It is <laughs> funny. Um, do you want to do the next one? Sure. Um, so people are very like
1: for or against this. Do you decorate for Christmas before or after Thanksgiving? And what about Christmas music? Is that different or the same?
0: Okay. I know we're opposites on this. I wait until after Thanksgiving to decorate.
1: (laughs) Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) I will say I I might make an exception because usually like we're gone for Thanksgiving. So like Kale and I in the past have potentially decorated for Thanksgiving like the day before and then we leave to go be with our family. That way when we come back but, like, we're, we're not really enjoying it until Thanksgiving is over. And I love Christmas. I think it's so magical, but I, lo- I like it to be, like, more – Like, I want to take advantage of the season, but I don't want it to last too long because otherwise I don't know if I'll appreciate it enough.
1: I'm here to tell you you can. <laughs> I know because I know you've already decorated for Christmas. My tree's been up since election night. <laughs> And there are gifts under it already. I have started my Christmas shopping. I have my Excel sheet for all my Christmas cookies I'm making and all of the gifts I'm buying categorized by person and where (laughs) I bought them.
0: (laughs) Anne is probably the most Christmas spirited person I know. (laughs) I just love that. I love it too. But like, seriously though, Anne is like the most Christmassy person I know. (laughs) Kale, you're you're up there, too. Kale, is your tree up? No, we then share... That, that Then you stop it. No. wait. <laughs> You've you... never fought to put uh, it up, though.
1: No, because, do you have a I different opinion? Th- because I like Thanksgiving decorating.
0: Oh. Well, we don't have many of those, but...
1: <laughs> I was going to say, like, that's the other reason why I'm so for decorating for Christmas, is that, like, I don't have a lot of fall decorations, and I don't have anywhere to store a lot of de- fall decorations. Yeah. So perhaps one day I will change my mind and lean more into fall... Sure. When I have room for storage and that sort of thing. But for now, I've really just leaned into my Christmas spirit. And I just love, like, I don't, I think the month of December goes so quickly. I don't like having Christmas stuff up after Christmas
0: because be I'm just there. ready
1: to be depressed in January. <laughs> and so. Let me wallow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I have this one month and that's not enough time for me, especially in 2020. Listen. Listen. I will not blame anyone in 2020. You gotta do what makes you happy in 2020, and if it's having your Christmas tree up in
0: November, do it. I I agree. I agree, and I don't I don't think I'm the type of person who really shames people for having it up sooner. I just prefer not to. I think I also enjoy decorating early because I start shopping very early. Mm-hmm, like so I start like, my cr- in the
1: spirit. I start my Christmas shopping in like July. Let's be real, and so
0: <laughs> by the time we get to like November, I'm like. I have You're like, like go. Go. <laughs>
1: I'm ready.
0: <laughs> um, but I will say, and normally I like to wait about Christmas music too, just because I get a little bit tired of it. Because when, it's, when I'm playing it, I like want to play it all the time. So I'm not quite ready, again, to commit to that yet. But I will say, last weekend I did watch, like on a Saturday morning, I just had Hallmark on all day. And I was watching like three Hallmark Christmas movies mm-hmm. in the background. So I'm, I was all for that. That didn't feel too early. I mean, I have my Christmas Spotify playlist.
1: It's 24 hours long. We'll post it to our Instagram. Anyone's welcome to yes. use it. And did you watch The Holiday? It's one of the new Not Netflix movies. Not yet, but movies. it's on my list. Is it's it good? It's cute. Okay. Yes. Scott fell asleep during it, which means I loved it. Yeah, of course. Of
0: course. It's cute. Okay, I'm going to have to watch that. I liked it.
1: And to anyone who thinks that you can't play... Christmas music before Thanksgiving, tell me what your favorite Thanksgiving song is. Since you don't that's the one, other you thing. There's no Thanksgiving music. There's yeah, not That's true. That's I'm true. i cutting that out because I sound really angry but I am really angry because <laughs> no one ever has a good answer and their response is usually, ugh, which is not a good. Answer. You could just play Ariana Grande's Thankful on loop. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's your Thanksgiving soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's amazing. Uh. Okay. Um, next question: Do you go Black Friday shopping? I've
1: gone in person a couple times. Always disappointed. I don't think it's worth it. I I like online Black Friday deals, but me too. Nowadays, it's not just on Black Friday. It's like the whole month of November. Yeah, exactly. You like know? I've already had
0: Black Friday deals for weeks right. now. A- agreed. Yeah, but I agree. I'm not, I, and I'm anti like stores being open on Thanksgiving Day. Agreed. Me too. Totally anti. So I don't want to. I don't want to support that.
1: Yeah, um, I think the only only good thing Black Friday is is good for is like very specific
0: technology deals, right? And, and to your point, like most of the time now, you can get them. You can get them ahead of time, or like Cyber Monday.
1: Yes, Cyber Monday. I love.
0: Yeah. Um. I will say little nugget for anybody out there who may be wedding planning. Something Cale and I did not know but accidentally found out when we were planning our wedding is that vendors had Black Friday deals like oh. the week of Thanksgiving. So, like, we we didn't even mean to do this, but we booked our um, our DJ the week of Thanksgiving and, like, for our wedding the next year. Um, and we got, like, an awesome Black Friday deal on it. Like, we got hundreds of dollars off. We got, like, our photo booth thrown in for free or something like that. Your um, photo booth was the best photo booth from anyone uh, I've uh, ever been to. Yes. I love it. I did love our photo booth. It was so good. It was so fun. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out if you're planning something. I never would have thought, like, services no. like that would have Black Friday deals. But, interesting. Yeah. Hot tip. Yeah, exactly. So, Alexandra, it's 2020.
1: I know it's been a very challenging year for a lot of people, but... It's very important to remember the positive things. What are you thankful for this year?
0: So um, I I love this question because, you know, I love cheesy things and I I love positivity, I guess. Um, (laughs) So I, first of all, I'm very thankful for Girl Crush Podcast. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm thankful for you, Anne, and like getting to have this adventure together and doing this. I think it's been so much fun. And seeing other people are like enjoying it too, which was, we had no idea what to expect if, I'm, you know, anyone else would like this. So it's super fun. And just getting to, um, after you moved away, like getting to connect with you every week, like every day, <clears throat> we're both about to cry. Can you stop? <laughs> Obviously. So that has been huge. Uh, I don't think it could have come at a better time considering we've been stuck in <laughs> quarantine. So it has been a great thing to keep us going. I think at least for me, Agreed. um, and then like obviously i'm very thankful for kale sitting next to me um and my family and just in the in spite of everything going wrong in 2020 i'm thankful that i have people around me that have kept my spirits up and yeah i feel very lucky what about you love it i too am thankful for the gcp yes.
1: um I think it's so fun to have like a project to work on outside of work. Um that we're both really like passionate about and that's super fun. A true passion um,
0: project.
1: It is, it really is. And just, you know, to note, we wanted to start this podcast before quarantine. So that's
0: And we true. did start it
1: before quarantine. This wasn't a quarantine project. That's true. We've just been perhaps sort more devoted well. to it because <laughs> of that. Yes. Um So, you know, also very thankful for you. Um thankful for scott for sure and our two dogs we live Uh, in a one-bedroom apartment i think it'd be very easy to want to kill each other throughout working from home in the same room (laughs) for eight months (laughs) but we haven't so that seems like a positive thing for our relationship um i'm also very thankful for my family that i have here in colorado who i have still been able to see and You know, despite everything, I have friends and family who have um, uh, obviously suffered loss and terrible things in 2020. You know, my family has suffered loss in 2020, but also have friends and family who have been celebrating really happy once in a lifetime things in 2020 as well. And so I think that's just what we need to
0: take with us and leave the rest behind. Yeah, exactly. 2020 is not all bad. It's mostly bad, but... <laughs> mostly, but there's some silver lining. Yeah. I also got my first <laughs> sister finally in 2020. You did. <laughs> so that's a, that's a plus. That is a plus. Um, <laughs> okay, so thinking about Thanksgiving, have you ever made a turkey? Or a full I... Thanksgiving? Have you hosted Thanksgiving? <laughs>
1: I have not hosted Thanksgiving. I have made a lot of Thanksgiving food. Mm -hmm. um, And I've planned Thanksgiving menus. And I've definitely made ham. (laughs) I don't think I've actually made a turkey. But this reminds me (laughs) of this Google
0: Doc we made about Thanksgiving like seven years ago. Yeah, to- it was it was 2013 after we had graduated college. Allie and I <laughs>
1: entertained ourselves <laughs> via GChat and making this Google Doc about like listicles. This was before BuzzFeed, also yeah. making these listicles. And ideas for a future book
0: or businesses we could run or ideas. It is 22 pages long, single-spaced. Guys, she's not exaggerating. It's literally 22 pages. And
1: we had this whole section on Thanksgiving and holidays and, like, how to do it on your own as an adult and, like, all this stuff.
0: Because that year I was hosting my first Friendsgiving and I made a turkey for it. And you... You were living by yourself, right? Yes, in Champagne. So mm-hmm. we were talk- we were like going back and forth about like what it's like to be, you know, experiencing, experiencing the holidays kind of like as an adult for the first time.
1: Yeah, and I, I think we'd both kind of forgotten about this document until <laughs> today when I was reading through our questions and prompts and stuff for this episode. And I was like, does that still exist? And God bless Google Drive because it does. And it is so – we were both crying, laughing,
0: both – On the floor? At the, at the Thanksgiving thing and all the other stuff we would written, which is just so funny. Um, so, there, so I have the document open in front of me, and there's a few that I just – I have to read off because they're so relevant with Thanksgiving being right here. So we, we have a category where we said Google search history the week of Thanksgiving. <laughs> And I have to read out. I have to read a couple of them. Okay, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure you did this one. <laughs> How many calories in seven deviled eggs?
1: I just that was the audio of me spinning wine back into a glass.
0: <laughs> I don't think I read that on that document today. I don't think I must have skipped the section. <laughs> There's also how to rinse a turkey. That's accurate. How do you? I don't remember, but, like, I was traumatized when I made this turkey. <laughs> and there is a there is a video going around Facebook right now of this boy who's maybe, like, 11 or 12. And his mom has him helping <laughs> helping prepare the turkey. And so he's cleaning out, like, the insides. And, you know, they put the turkey... I don't know what you call them, innards and its neck inside the turkey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you have to, like, pull it all out before you, you know, start cooking it. And this boy pulls out the turkey neck. And I literally had the same experience as this 11-year-old. I was, like, gagging while I'm cleaning this because it looks (laughs) so vile. (laughs) (laughs) The turkey neck is exactly... What, like, a young boy would think he's pulling out of the bottom of a turkey that looks like that. Like, that's exactly what it looks like. It's horrifying. It makes you gag the entire time. And so I had quite the experience preparing my first turkey. (laughs) Also, I think this one was yours. There's a lot of stuff on here about trivets. Okay. (laughs) Because.
1: First of all. Why call it a trivet? What is. What's that? Mean. Second of all, that is not something you own when you are twenty-one years old. No, agreed, agreed. Which was when we wrote this list.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I maybe had one hot pad from Target. Yeah, I think I own one trivet now. I have I, a couple, and actually, I don't really ever use them. Because like when them. am I putting a hot dish
1: somewhere? Hot dishes can't go. Yeah. I don't have a kitchen table. If the oh, hot dish goodness. cannot naturally be set down on the surface, it's not going there at all.
0: Absolutely. You know? Uh, yes. Huh. Oh, man. These are... Anything else good in there? Hilarious. Um, How to decorate the table with branches and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a Pinterest and what fail. is cheesecloth and where do you buy it? <laughs> That's a, that's a real question, I think. Yeah, it's a fair question. I will say this. There's a couple things in here we have, like, how do moms know how to do these things? Like, we have not gotten the hang of yet. It's seven years later, and I still don't know the answers to these. You're not a mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a mom yet. But um, when guests arrive early, how do moms greet them so gracefully, making them feel welcome and still getting everything, do- everything done? Yeah, without the stress just consuming you. Yeah, absolutely. If we have guests come over and I'm not ready yet, I tell Kale to distract them and keep them out of the kitchen. <laughs>
1: that
0: is true. Because I because I like cannot multitask. Wondering why anyone ever offers to host because it's
1: so much work. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No, I don't think so. I have greatly enjoyed this episode. I know it's so long. And I'm... I'm glad that we did this instead of trying to do all of Friends in one episode because we literally couldn't get through 10 episodes in two hours, and that uh, is yeah. half a season.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's just not possible. So maybe we can do this for Christmas as well? Oh, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, this has been such a fun episode. Uh, it's really fun to talk about Friends. Um, we've been concentrating so much on her movies, but we love Friends so much. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this as much as we did.
1: Yeah, it was very fun. So as we are nearing season two, we have a couple exciting things coming up. We'll have at least one more bonus episode, which we'll make sure to keep everyone up to date on online. And nope, online. What of my eighty-seven years old?
0: <laughs> on the interwebs. On the interweb.
1: Get on your dial-up, and <laughs> we'll ping you with an AOL email. Um. <laughs> God. <laughs> We'll make you aware on social. And then when we hit 1,000 followers on Instagram, which we're really close to, we're going to do a special giveaway, so keep an eye out for that. And, of course, share our page and encourage your friends to listen as well. And then we're also going to be doing another merch sale before our Season 2 launch with Girl Crush merch and some special Friends-themed items, which we will also announce on Instagram, so keep your eye out for that as
0: well. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of the Girl Crush Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Instagram at Crush underscore pod or by email at podcastgirlcrush at gmail.com. As usual, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.